What are you doing, pouring up? Did you say the name of the podcast? Did you say that this was the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast? It is the Brown Liquor and Vibes because, you know, we vibing. You didn't have to start over. We could have just added it. Anyway. Yo, so welcome back to the podcast. We recording. We out here. We, no, Are me, you giving me the warning that you say we're recording? Yeah, I mean, you, you should hear the metronome, but I would think <laughs> that, you know. Anyway, this is Pure Nirvana. I'm Jay. From the Brown Liquor and Bob's podcast. I'm Jay. Y'all know me as all them things that y'all know me as. Whatever I, they, whatever you said about him. Well, I did that. You did that. Yo, look. All right. Whatever so they said you did, you did that. Yo, I'm happy to be back potting. Um, the shenanigans have been happening all day long, but we decided to cut the microphones on to talk about the same stuff we was talking about before. So let me get right into the, the biggest thing that's been on my mind. What's up with y'all man Kanye? No. Let's not. I mean, like, all right, cool. Like, so he do the whole mental health thing, like, and I take that serious. Like, if he suffer from situations, like, I take that seriously. But how you running from president doing a campaign rally and dropping an album the same week? So this is, some, this is something I'm not sure about. So, and this is what is confusing to me. Is he running a like a presidential campaign? Well, he is on the ballot in Illinois. Is he? Yeah. Like, but, how does that? Because it's not like he would be able to be in the running for this year. Yeah, he can. He can. Yeah. Oh, so that's something I was unaware of. Look, I'm I'm not here to give people their opinion on politics. No, you know, I just was I didn't know. I was I thought that it was closed and whoever was in was in and whoever is not is not, but Yeah. Apparently I was wrong. So Here here's the deal. So a vote for Kanye is a vote for Donald Trump. That's just because the way elections work, if the black people who definitely not voting for Trump vote for Kanye instead of Biden because they like Kanye over Biden. They like gives, him based off of what? Like like him based off of his Because they going for anybody an black. But I mean, here's the thing though. Like and this is this is kind of tricky, but I think that voting for anyone black like you do gotta have some sort of like presidential like it doesn't even have to be and, and to be honest neither does trump but that's why i ain't vote for him listen if if kanye couldn't successfully give us tiana taylor first album i'm not expecting him to be able to run give, the country he couldn't successfully give us the whole roster of those albums he dropped he dropped the ball on Nas album. album you know what i'm saying <laughs> but so I mean, we're looking at the livelihood of America, and I'm not saying he can do it. I'm not saying he can't do it. But I'm what I'm saying is like, what is what is this based off of? Like, I think the one thing that the president, who whoever is president is, who's currently in office, like a door was open that you can kind of do it and not have any type of like like credentials. And I think we were getting on a good path when we had our last president, whom I love so much. Barack Obama, I think we were finally hitting the right strides. And then we got off track again. How did we were we were at a good place and then we got off track just Look, that quickly. This ain't a political podcast, so Kanye about to catch some jokes. Hey, listen, <laughs> right? It's no way in the world you gonna get on Twitter and say the movie Us is about you and then expect me to vote you in as president. You're wildin'. It's no way in the world you gonna make a song talking about uh, a chick was bleaching her butthole and you got a stain on your t-shirt. You know, it, no, you're not the president. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm just looking for a certain, like, 
I'll give you a perfect example. It's like your phone, your contacts and your phone. You got people you hit up when you want to take care of business. You got people you hit up when, when you want to go have fun. You know what I'm saying? Kanye is in my people that want to have fun bag. He's not in my handle business bag. And I feel like this. Before we start talking about a presidential campaign, I say let's just get back on track with the Life of Pablo concert. Like, let's start there. Yeah, yo. You know you, what I'm saying? You know what? Bring, bring, make Pablo great again. Like, let's just start with the Life of Pablo. And for all the people who really wanted to see that concert, how about we just start there? And then we can think about political campaigns now, down the line. It would be totally unfair if me being the independent guy I am to not talk about the pros of a Kanye presidency. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine how dope the money going to look once Kanye start designing it? It's going to look opaque. What opaque? opaque? <laughs> what, like 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 that Yeezy season exactly. with all those drab colors? All the, the No, listen, he going to have Virgil redo, redo the flag. You know what I'm saying? It's about to be, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, we will be fashionable forward, but the rest of it, who knows? Yeah, all, all jokes aside, Kanye, get all the way the fuck out and of I, here. But hold on. I just want to say this. Um, you know, they are touching on this saying that he he does have a bipolar disorder. And, and I don't know. And the hard thing about it is I don't really, like, you know, I just think that that's a, that's a story that, they should be kind of figuring out amongst closed door. And I know that Kanye West is doing this different things, but you know, like there's some conversations that you don't have at the dinner table at Thanksgiving. And I think that, you know, just taking care of what needs to be taken care of and doing it accordingly. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. I'm going to keep it 100. Kanye is now on the list of uh, people I no longer want to hear from. Um, I got me a list of people, entertainers and actors and athletes, people that I just don't want to hear from no more. And I blocked them out. So after today, Kanye will not get any more mentions on, you know, my platform, at least. The BLMV podcast. I, I, I just, I mean, and, and, and to sum it up, is like, you know, the way he was talking to that young black woman. Which was unacceptable. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? That, that elitist behavior, that attitude of superiority, you know, is, is totally unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? And those political views that he have is, is just out of whack. So... We can't we can't get down like that and you know, it's it's like anything else. If if you know, you so far out of whack and out of touch with what's going on in this country at the most sensitive time we've had since the the, the movement in the sixties and, and, and you being a distraction and you not uh you know, standing with the people, then I, I gotta walk away from you. When 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 it comes to these social topics or, you know, um uh, you fighting against what's going on, you know what I'm saying? You being a counter voice against all the voices that's trying to make change. When 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 those things start happening, it's time for you to go. I'm not canceling you. I'm not saying nobody listen to Kanye. I'm not saying nobody listen to Wayne. I'm not saying nobody watch a Terry Crews movie. But what I am saying is, me personally, I'm out on those gentlemen. And there's other people that I won't even uh, bring up that I'm out on because their behavior, out on them. They behavior is so uh, disgusting that I wouldn't even dare mention their names. But, you know, um, it's been a, a minute since we potted, and there's a lot of subjects to get into. And the Kanye was just on the tip of my tongue. Um, but I really want to talk about Nick Cannon. Um, do you think it's over for Nick? I mean, I don't necessarily know if it's over for Nick. I just think that 
he is just in a situation right now where he's going to have to pick a, a lane. And what I mean by that is sometimes it's complicated to mend both of the worlds. And what I mean by that is it can be complicated to receive the the opportunities and stuff that you want financially and also be an advocate for your community because you are going to offend people and you know I just think that there's going to be a, a fork in the road where it's going to be like look you can keep continuing to do what you what you want to do and say what you want to say but at some point you are going to offend the people who is who are giving you opportunity and I think that that's just the wild thing about it is that all these great things that he does and even to think about like walling out and how like I'm sure many of us love and respect that show and just to be like how did he get kicked off of a platform that he's been standing on for the past year? It wasn't Nick Cannon. It wouldn't be a while and out. Um, here, here, here's the thing, man. Um, being an entrepreneur myself, it makes me really evaluate the deals I'm willing to accept. I think that, you know, if you're a creative person, uh, you got to guard your intellectual property. I think this is definitely a situation where, your intellectual property should never be for sale. Um, I can't give you something that I totally cr created, made up. I came up with the idea. I put the sauce on it. It's all me. All you did was give me a bag. You don't deserve to own that. You know what I'm saying? Um, partnerships is the maximum that I'm willing to do. And total ownership. Maximum or minimum. Like, 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 like. I, I, if I'm dealing with a with a company with my intellectual property, the best they can hope for out of me is some kind of partnership where they get a minority stake in my idea. That's the best they can they can get. I'm not selling my intellectual property because what I'm learning is watching all these movies. They remaking the Terminator. They remaking this. They remaking remaking that. They're out of original ideas. They need the creative people to come up with these ideas. So if you're able to do that why would you completely sell out that makes no sense but it takes for us to watch nick struggle and to see how 50 profits by owning his shows and 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 it gives you a, a gauge that being new in the game you can't be naive you're gonna have to give something but that don't mean you got to give it all because if a major corporation is willing to invest in your idea there's another major corporation willing to invest in your idea or you might be able to go to a hard money lender and and, and figure out a way to to do some things yourself to get it started you know and i also think that the thing about it too is to to be said and to be thought of is like Sometimes you'll have an idea or a vision or something like that. And then people will come to you and be like, you know, they're interested in what you're doing and be like, well, look, if you don't go with me, like, you know, you'll probably never get another opportunity like this. Or, you know, nobody won't understand this or nobody will take it serious or whatever to try to undermine your craft and what you're doing. But the reality of it is, is that, well, if my craft is so useless and so unnecessary, then why are you here trying to figure out a business with me? And it's something that I remember even listening um, to Solange's album and listen and listening to Master P talk about No Limit and how somebody, I guess, was coming to him and telling him that they wanted to buy his No Limits for a million dollars. 
And his family, you know, he was like, no, I'm not going to sell it or whatever. And his family was like, why wouldn't you sell it for a million? It's a million dollars. And then think about him being like, well, if somebody want to buy for a million dollars, then it's got to be worth hundreds. It has to be worth hundreds of million dollars. And look at how it stands. That's that's a fact. So I think that people will also be so deceitful in a way to try to get you to turn over your intellectual property to make you feel like you don't it's not a big deal. But then it's like, well, then why are you here? <laughs> why are you coming to me about it then? So so that's definitely uh, the type of time I'm on as far as my IP. I will definitely say as well, you know, his his comments, his statements um, show you that, you know, you, you got to be careful what you're talking about uh, and you got to be informed about the things that you're saying. And if you in a position where you depend on making money from uh, the entertainment industry and people cutting you checks for you to, to be a millionaire, for you to have your platform, you can't talk wild like that. You can't say certain things. You know what I'm saying? Unless that's the, unless that's the person you want to be and you don't care about the opportunities. You got to, you have to pick a lane. Yeah. You you got, you got, you got to pick your lane because, um, until you own your own, you can't be free. If Nick owned Wild and Out, he could take it to Revolt. Uh, he could take it to YouTube, Facebook. He could he could have made What's a partnership. Verse it or whatever that. He he could have took it anywhere, right? He could have he could have took that intellectual property anywhere, and anybody would have cut Nick a check. He probably would have made more money leaving Viacom, but because he didn't own it, it is what it is. And it's also crazy to think of like. I mean, I don't even know how many people watch the station other than to watch that. Like, I don't even know what other shows I don't watch Team Mom OG <laughs> or whatever. But, what... And that's something to be said, too. Like, even with that kind of content, it's like, well, these, what they're doing is like, there is really no new content. You got a show that started off as girls being uh, Team Moms who are now in their 30s. Here, so, it's just like. Here goes something interesting about content, right? Let's look at these major networks and let's look at these shows that are on these major networks, right? Let's look at Viceland. Viceland takes directly from the hip hop culture. You got two chains and you got Action Bronson, which are the two best shows on that entire station, right? And so. Jesus and Merrill was there. They were hands down the best show there. They went to Showtime and got a bigger bag. But they own the IP. They they own Jesus and Merrill. You know what I'm saying? That 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 shows you that when you got the sauce, you can take it anywhere. Um, you know, I I wish Nick the best, man. I want Nick to um to bounce back. I don't want to see him fall off because Nick has created jobs for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. He has taken people off social media, taken battle rappers. You know, he don't discriminate uh, gender, race, uh, sexual orientation. Like, Nick is, is, is a positive brother. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he made a mistake by uh, saying what he said and not being the person that could weather that storm. Like, I think that's the biggest lesson to learn from this. The biggest lesson is, like, if you're going to talk like you got King Kong balls, you better have them. Because you can't talk heavy 
and then have to still work for these people. That's a fact. Yeah, and another thing, too, is just, like, also, you know, I was reading about how he feels like the community turned their back on him, which I also feel like is a, is a crazy thing, too. It's like, you know, now is not the time to be turning our backs on each other. And, you know, it's just like, just support one another. Like, just be supportive and don't drag somebody in the mud that's already down. It makes no sense to do so. So, you know. Here, 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 go to here, go to real talk about it. Nick, you fucked up. Do what you gotta do to fix your situation, um, and and we we can't wait to see you back. Um, you know that that's just that. Um, anyway, you- we bring it back in. So, um, <laughs> I think that you wanted to talk about. Oh, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I wa- oh, I like how you said. No, I was just. Uh, you know, I look, this is not a gossip show, whatever. You got anybody who listened, you know how we get down. I just got to talk about. I don't speak about open cases, so I'm just going to speak about the alleged, allegedness of allegedly. it. So, allegedly, um, everybody's second favorite Canadian uh, shot Meg the Stallion. Who's allegedly? Second? Who's the second favorite? Who's the first favorite? Drake. Isn't the weekend from Canada? Everybody's third favorite. <laughs> You're about to say. This is really not a time for me to shit on Tory because no, I, I just love not... Tory. Me Lane's too. Music. Me too. But what I was saying is, I just wasn't. When you said the second favorite, I was like, dang, what the weekend do? You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that it's probably Drake. What the weekend? The weekend <laughs> and Tory, like, and not even in that order. Or maybe niggas from Canada is wilding right now. <laughs> Listen, um. Allegedly, uh, Tory shot Meg. I, I look. I'm not gonna speak about that. That's that's not what I'm gonna talk about. I I hope that's not the case. I I don't talk about open case. So, but what I am gonna talk about is uh, we go through this situation and everybody yelling, "We must protect the black woman. We must protect the black woman." How the hell we let Meg the Stallion get shot? No, that's a, this whole story is like wild to me. Like I don't even understand what you know who fault it was. Who? It was Kanye's fault. No, no, I, I. You know why it was Kanye's fault? Because they was hanging with the Jenners. Oh, gee, oh. You gotta stay away from that family. I don't know what it is, but I just, I've never in a million years would think like that. The people that are involved, you're like, how did this happen? But anyway, I just hope that you know she's all and well, and you know, like that's some crazy. Like, that's some crazy stuff. She ain't even a gangster rapper. You know, like, how, like what in the heck? No, this this, this my main thing. Like, uh, I don't have no jokes about this. I'm no, straight this serious. serious yeah. Yo, we scream, protect black women. Um, we dealing with uh, the fight for justice for Breonna Taylor. Please arrest the killers that, that, that murdered Breonna Taylor and fuck the attorney general out there slapping hands with Trump. We already know what time he on. But we can't perpetrate these type of acts to 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 um to our, our own women. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh domestic violence is corny. If if you put your hands on women, uh you aggressive with women in that fashion, and or or even you the kind of person that like to talk down and demean women, you's a sucker. Like it's 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 not it's not okay, it's not thorough, it's not it's not none of that and um you know prayers to meg the stallion and um you know 
if what is alleged is true. Let me let me let me put that in a proper perspective. Whoever is responsible for harming Meg Thee Stallion, I hope you get what you what your hand called for, yeah, and whatever true. that is. Yeah. Whatever that is. May you receive the same kindness that you have given to her. Absolutely, because we we um we 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 having jokes and all that, but now nah, I'm not joke, I'm not okay yeah. with uh domestic violence towards women. I'm not okay with violence towards women at all. So yeah, that that was like the lamest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, the lamest, most like shocking, random thing. You know, and um, you know, we think about you know another instance of domestic violence and music. Uh, which we not gonna bring up the people that was involved in that, but even at that time, man, that 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 guy still ain't back to what he was or will ever be looked at the same way, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, it's it's just one of them situations where, you know, we we definitely got to speak up and say that domestic violence, violence towards women, uh, the shooting of women will never be tolerated. Yes. And you thought I was going to be a chatty Cathy. I'm a chatty Cathy. That's why we're on the podcast, bro. What I, I mean, what you going to not be a chatty Cathy? I'm not. Yo, don't ever confuse <laughs> me. I'm out here delivering the news. I'm delivering the information to the people. Don't You, you, don't, call, you, you don't call Anderson Cooper a chatty Cathy. Is it because I'm black? Is it I do call Anderson Cooper a chatty Cathy. He wasn't he a chatty Cathy? Is he? I don't know. I don't even like... I, I don't I only see him on New Year's, so how am I supposed see, to know? See now I know what Don Lemon go through right now. Now I know what Don <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Anyway, what's what's next on the vibes that you want to talk about? Yo, real quick, man, I don't have a lot of vibes, man. Have you been listening to any good music lately? Oh, Pop Smoke album was all that. What else you was listening to? But I'ma be honest. Man, listen. Somebody with their microphone etiquette is all the way out of pocket right now. Listen. I've been listening to Pop Smoke, uh, but I've really been feeling that Juice World album. Yeah, somebody microphone ain't on. <laughs> Who, why would you turn my mic off? Huh? No, I think the Pop Smoke album is like really like a, it, it's an interesting thing. I wasn't like really immersed in his music before, so this was like my first real time like giving it a listen, and I felt like. You know, it, he was very consistent with the project. He had a lot of a lot of good people on the album. Um, it's just it's always a it's always a shame and it's sad when somebody has a project and they never were able to see the finished product of it and then how the world received it. And um, you know, definitely people show him a lot of love. Um, before I forget, and I'm so happy it popped to the top of my head is did anybody watch the verses last night with X versus the D O double G? Yo, that drum was legendary. I think that was my favorite versus so far. Um, I mean, Fab and... Uh, hold on, hold on. Before you get into verses, is a couple more albums I want to talk about. Oh, and come on. get into the verses. Hold on, hold on. We won't get into down. that. Before we get into the verses, I got to talk about this Juice World album. He dropped the album. He's no longer here. And, you know, I was listening to it, and I don't know if it was the headspace I was in, but man, was I really feeling this album? I, I think like the things he was touching on, as far as anxiety and and everything, like you can really feel it now with this heightened, you know, vibe that's in the world, man. Like I really was identifying with this album, and you know, I really didn't connect with his music earlier because I kind of thought it was like, man, he rap about you know getting on like popping pills and so on and so forth. That's really not my lane. But like 
the way he was explaining things and putting it down on this last album, man. I I'm sad that I won't get another project from Juice World. I know. And I and, and Juice World was an artist that I did used to listen to before and yeah, it's it's another sad situation. Like, um, again, sad when they're not able to see the project and all the love and support that people are showing. So um but le- they left us with some good music, but Absolutely. unfortunately they had to leave, you know. Absolutely. But right off of sad news, I have extremely good news for the music community. I'm super excited. I don't know if y'all heard. I found out this week. But Logic. Yes, Big Logic. Y'all know who he is. 1-800-DON'T-KILL-ME. Logic. You know who I'm talking about. Is dropping his last album, and he retiring from music. Yeah. Yes, yes. Let me tell you something. I've been waiting for this moment for so long. Like I'm so excited. Obviously, I'm so excited. I, I don't. I don't even know why you're like, uh, <laughs> like, why are you so excited? Cause I ain't gotta hear no more Logic music. This is amazing. But what if? But what if he's retiring as Logic? But what if he comes back as like Big Lodge? You know, like wh- you know, like how Jay Z retired from music, and he was like, no. See, I I I retired as like Hove. But I'm really still the chicken man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like you just never know what or or like how Puffy was like, no, I'm it's like, no, I'm P. Diddy now. Like, you just don't know when people say retire, what that means. But no, I mean, I, I will say, like, I hope that his last album, if it is, in fact, his last album is like a really good album because, you know, his music has been a little wavy and I'm <laughs> wavy. That's just <laughs> trash. <laughs> I'm not going to say trash. I'm going to say it was a little wavy. Um, this is trash. <laughs> all right. So, Logic, when you hear this podcast, because I know you will, um, you know. Look, Logic, first of all, I want to appreciate you. I want you to know that I know all your hard work was not in vain. You worked hard putting that bullshit out, and you did what you had to do to sell it. You a platinum selling artist. You know what I'm saying? You got a great fan base, people that appreciate that bullshit that you call hip hop. And so I'm, you know we cutting all this out. I'm just excited. Okay. Anyway, I'm so excited. <laughs> you just, and can't, I just hide can't hide it. Anyway, I'm about to lose control. This because of logic. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, that's that's talk just talk here, about. All right. Let's talk about the verses. So so far, I'm gonna pose this question to everybody. Like, what was your favorite verses so far? But there's been a lot. Some of which, like, I'm happy that towards the end, and they finally got the platform that they needed to make them happen successfully because. The whole beginning of these verses, Jones, was like kind of challenging because, like, the inner, like, there were so many technical difficulties. But I think that Fab and Jada started off with a solid platform to really do it the right way. And, um, and ever since there, it's been up, you know. Yeah. I mean, I heard that Joe Scott and uh, Erica Badu Jones was good too. Um, but anyway, last night was legendary. legendary. Two amazing. Snoop. Two amazing artists that like, yo, let's give them a round of applause. Celebrate X. That's celebrate Snoop. Like, yo, 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 I'm I'm happy to see X, man. X finally looking like a 50 year old black man. Yo, and it's so, and he was also just so funny too. Like, he was just so real, and like he was X, and you know, Snoop is Snoop, and I just think that, 
Yo, they deserve that moment. They deserve the respect. They worked hard. They got some amazing music. I can't wait until the Rough Riders documentary come out, you know. Um, and Yo, Snoop is a legend. X is a legend. A legend, yeah. And I thought, like, I'm going to keep it 100. I just knew this. I just knew that Snoop was going to watch X. I just knew in my mind that it was going to be over. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to edit that whole part out. All right, here we go. No, seriously. Um, it was it was the best verses I've seen. Uh, and the choice of songs, you know what I'm saying? Like when X played, uh, you know, Rough Riders Anthem. That joint was like but, but then when Snoop played Bitches Ain't Shit, it was, and then X rapped the whole verse. And that was also really great to see, like, how much they're a fan of each other, too, which is like, yo, that's how you know that there's enough room for everybody. Like, there, it, it doesn't have to be one person or another. It's like, it's room for everyone. And, like, when he did How's It Going Down, when he did the Rough Rider Anthem, when Snoop did, like, yo, I could just go on and on. When Snoop did Beautiful. When Snoop did Beautiful, when he did, uh, I mean, the songs with Nate, I just, it, it just was a moment. It he was a vibe. Cover. It was a vibe. And I, I just can't wait. And, you know, Jay and I were talking about the next joint, and it's like, come on, T.I. and Jeezy, that, let's get this joint going. I need T.I. and Jeezy. I need No, I did. I saw on the, um, on the, the live yesterday or whatever, um, I saw that Keisha Cole and Ashanti um, was trying to like, yo, uh, Keisha I'm, Cole was I'm, like, Ashanti was good. But I'm cool, though. No, but here's the thing, though. Like, Ashanti, Ashanti has a lot of hits. She got way too many hits for Keisha Cole. She, Ashanti has a lot of hits, but I mean, Keisha Cole, you know what I've realized? Sometimes you don't respect it to, to it is a side-by-side thing. And then you're like, yo, I forgot about these yo, songs. Yo, Keisha don't have enough records. But I mean, you got to respect that Keisha Cole was have, had an album out before Ashanti did. You know what I'm saying? So you might forget, but like, hey, anytime there's a moment to celebrate each other. Oh, yeah. Go I'm all it. about the celebration, but I'm talking about like when Ashanti start playing all that J-Lo shit, when Ashanti start playing the Murder Inc. smashes. But Keisha Cole, um, look. I but only for the rule, baby. What you I gonna know. do with that? I, that what is true. But I, I still want to see it. Um, I really want to see Ti and Jeezy. I think, I think that, and we was in the house playing uh, some Ti records and some Jeezy records. We did our own verses to kind of see who would come out. And um, I, I, I can't lie. It's gonna be uh, that that's that's a hell of a battle, right? It there. is. It is. It will be. Um, we. I know this is old, but hey, we didn't turn on the mics in enough time to talk about it, so we'll talk about it. The Jada Kiss and Fab John was oh, like. Oh man, hold, hold hold up though. The 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 best part about that whole battle was drunk Jada afterwards. Yo, I I hope look. Hopefully he had the squad to get him home. <laughs> I tried to do the Jada laugh. <laughs> I whatever. Do it again. You got I it. I don't know. <laughs> Look, uh, don't get me lying to you. Yeah. Um, so that joke was good. And it's funny, like, I got to see Jada and Fab, like, when they was doing a Freddie versus Jason, you were supposed to be there, but you was in Boston. Um, but, you know, so I, I got the vibe. Like, I got the vibes and I got to see it. So it, was, it, it just, it was right, you know? Yo, you know my favorite part about the Snoop and X battle is now? The memes. The memes with Snoop <laughs> dancing to uh, Machado <laughs> music. <laughs> Yo, but. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you got respect. Like, they like 50, I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you got to think about it like this. Uh, nine, was it 92 or 90? I think it's 92. Doggy Style came out. Uh, you know, so, 
and he was what, like twenty and ninety two. We in two thousand twenty. So yeah. So hey, these guys they they still doing their thing. They still here to to represent themselves, and I'm loving it. Let's keep the verses going. Um, yeah, and shout out to uh, Swiss and Timberland and all of the artists, the amazing artists that's blessing us and giving us something for free. You know what I'm really looking forward to, and I hope that this comes to fruition. And I know businessmen like Timberland and Swiss already got this thought out. Just imagine a versus tour. What do you mean? A tour. So you telling me I can go see X, Snoop, Jada, Fab, John Legend, Alicia Keys, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, Timberland, uh, Swiss. You know how that's you talking about? So like, have the two artists that want like so do no, like, have a big tour with all them artists. But on you know it. what's so that is the most random group of people. Like the fan mix would be so random. No, no, no. You gotta look at it. If you got Alicia Keys, John Legend, Jill Scott, uh, Jill Scott, and um, Erica Badu, they also had uh. Babyface, Teddy Rock. They it was so many legendary people that did the versus battle that can I, you, you imagine you can get five hundred out of me for it. Could you you said Teddy Riley what? Teddy Riley, Babyface. Could you imagine Teddy Teddy Robbie and uh, Riley and Babyface fans to see Snoop Dogg and D I, I can I can I think they the same fan. <laughs> well. I mean, because I'm a big fan of Teddy Riley. I'm a big fan of yeah, Babyface, and I'm also a big did fan you, of Did you? Do you remember? Do you remember what the fan base looked like when we went to go see Little Kim and the Locks and uh, Ja Rule? Yo, that shit was and crazy. Niggas' <laughs> grandmas like, out here in one piece. So pieces. for a second, I was like, Yo, so I'm too young to be here. Riley was all dressed like Kim and Mary in the Love, love You Better <laughs> video. <laughs> so I you can love you better. <laughs> Bobbin, 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 Bobbin.